today on the program. Guilt is like a bag of fucking bricks. All you gotta do is set it down. It's the devil's advocate. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I am your host, Nick. Joining me, as always, are the incest to my antichrist, Lois and Brandon. How are you guys doing? That's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you found that. Uh, Yes, today we were talking about The Devil's Advocate from 1997, uh, starring, of course, Al Pacino, I guess, since thus the hua. Although he does not hua in this movie, he is... He is in the hoo phase of his career where he might as well just... He's got this raspy voice. And just hoo hoo I'm Al Pacino. I'm Al Pacino. Yeah. Uh, this is... Fauci-ish. Little... Fauci-ish. <laughs> little... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he got his voice from? <laughs> this is directed by Taylor Hackford, uh, who also directed Ray. Ray. Ray's a good movie. Uh, Jamie Foxx playing Ray Charles. Great movie. Oh, that yeah, Ray. I haven't seen that one. In it, the is great. it is great. It is great. Proof of Life... Where um, Meg Ryan's husband get kid, gets kidnapped and uh, who's it? Russell Crowe has to help find him. <laughs> I don't, I've never seen it. And uh, also Dolores Claiborne, Kathy Bates, Stephen King adaptation. Okay. Thing. So I'll take your word for it. He's had he's had some some officer and some a gentleman hits. Yeah, uh, that that does a pretty good movie or a big movie, I guess. I don't not not my cup of tea, but uh, I don't I don't think you could handle it. Ah. That's not Officer and a Gentleman. That's uh Oh wait, yeah, you're right. Fuck. It's a different one. Yeah. Someone someone will tweet at us of what that is and why I'm I'll think of it in like ten minutes. Like in Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise, military courtroom yep. drama, yep. Yep. whatever the fuck that Should've is. Should have thought before I spoke. Yeah. Um this is based on the novel by Andrew Niederman. I had no idea that this was a book first. He's a great guy. No I read clue. That, I read that book once, it was great. Is that so? No. <laughs> no. It yeah, does seem like it would be a good book, though. I bet it is. I bet it. I I, I read about some of the differences. Uh, I bet you this guy's like major Christian, Niederman, the author. Yeah, I, well, I would imagine. Yeah, it's super Christian because this is in fact a Christian story. This is a very yeah. This is like straight straight from Christian lore, dude. Yeah, <laughs> all the scripture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you read, it's a, it's a, what. What's a good story? I think I don't know. I have to Google it to see where it's yeah. in the Bible. But this story is actually in the Bible. I believe it is right before the rapture. In the very New Testament. Yeah, the, the new. The newest testament. <laughs> the, newest, the, the modern testament. Yeah, the devil will come to you as a very successful lawyer, and uh, you, you'll find out you've been his son all along. Spoiler alert! Oh, Jesus. I hope you're kidding. <laughs> uh, so, all right, so we'll get into this movie here. We open in the midst of a case, ongoing case. It's sort of like your uh, superhero or action movies, where you come in. Mid mission, you know, mm-hmm. like a cold open, like you always get with James Bond and yeah, stuff. This one is uh, Harvey Dent talking to the right, 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 right. You're going to assassinate a senator. I suggest you buy American. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially that. Except instead of a mafioso on the stand, we've got this young girl just balling same her eyes thing. out. Same thing. <laughs> okay. Same thing. Mafioso little girl. Same thing. Um, they're obviously in the South. We'd find out eventually. It's uh, 
so what Florida? What was the town? Gainesville. 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 Uh, but you don't know. All you know is everybody's doing a very, very bad Southern accent, which is a Keanu included. They could, yeah, I know. It's so bad. <laughs> so, so the only one that's passable is Charlize. She does a pretty damn good Southern accent, but dude, you wouldn't even know she's uh, an African American. I know, and <laughs> I mean, she she is she's an African. She's okay. absolutely African American, born in South Africa. Her and Dave Matthews also. Yes, Dave Matthews. Mm. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, Elon Musk. That's right. Uh, who yep. else is South African, boys? Uh, Nelson Mandela. Uh, uh, that's isn't that he's in the North African, just regular North African, African. <laughs> just regular African, <laughs> Middle African. Uh, I, I don't know how they break down Africa, <laughs> ge- you know, geographically. Central Africans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, so we got this case in South United States. I almost said South America. <laughs> in, in, in the South. Um, and we got this young girl. She's testifying because Keanu, who's the defense attorney, attorney, attorney <laughs> the, the, the defender, is, uh, his client has been diddling this girl. Mm-hmm. It'll give everyone a little more time with your daughter. Okay. All right. Um, and so, you know, Keanu's just thinking, like, defense attorney, got to protect my guy or my client until he looks over and he sees his hand, like, under the under the desk they're sitting at. Well, she's describing, like, 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 what yeah, happened. Yeah, what happened and how, like, he put his hand on my pants and he was, like, rubbing and moving his fingers. He's and like then he looks over and he's doing the same thing underneath the table. And it's like... <laughs> I know that actor who's in, on trial for uh, in True Blood. He's in True oh, Blood. Oh, is he? Uh, is he a Belfler? pervert there, too? I mean, no. everybody in True Blood is, no. right? Isn't that just vampire porn? He ends up getting banged <laughs> by a fairy. Gang, right? What? Yeah, like some hot fairy came down and like banged him, and like they had a baby like a couple days later. Damn. It was a that show game. got... I didn't get that far into so True That Blood. show went way off the rails, <laughs> huh? Dude, that was like totally towards the end of the... Yeah. The, wow. The I, I didn't recognize him at all, but I did think immediately, oh, that's why Jeffrey Jones is in this movie. <laughs> Jeff, who's Jeffrey Jones? Jeffrey Jones was the dad from Beetlejuice. Oh, right. Who, uh, the pederast. The, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. think maybe they wanted some authenticity in her testimony? <sighs> Well, then why wouldn't he be the guy on trial? No, he gets a major part in this movie instead of being the one getting fucking in trouble for diddling like, did he kids. Did he for reals get in trouble for... Yeah, yeah, and real-life Jeffrey Jones. Not This isn't a character he portrayed that we're carrying over into everything else like we do with American person. Psycho and Christian Bale. No, in real life, he got in some deep shit for uh, kitty porn and all sorts of naughty things. Uh, and that's why he just, he was making, like, Two, three movies and everything from the childhood, like he's fucking everywhere, and then all of a sudden, damn! That's arrested for possession of child pornography and accused by a seventeen-year-old boy of solicitation to poo- uh, pose no- nude for photographs. Oh man! Yeah, but Would, all the, all he had was just some pictures. I think they only got him on possession, but he was he was arrested taking t- and yeah, he was creating. Arrested twice for failing to update his sex offender of, uh, status <laughs> six years later in California. I don't want to be on the website anymore. It's uh, killing my career. Jones's record became the subject of community complaint during production of Who's Your Caddy? That's right. That was like the only movie he was in post-legal trouble, I believe. Uh, Who's Your Caddy, which... Probably didn't Anybody ever heard well. of that? <laughs> no. 
So anyway, dude's like fondling himself, and he's like, uh, he knew in that moment this dude's fucking guilty. But yeah, it's not Jeffrey Jones. What we're talking about right now in the movie. Um. So they. (laughs) yeah it's his turn to talk to the girl and he asks for a recess because he's having like a real moral dilemma because now he's 100 percent sure that his client is a fucking petter ass and he has now got to i almost said get him off and that's a very poor choice of words but (laughs) he's got to defend him he's he's got to defend him gross and so it's funny because he's like walking to the bathroom and his guy's uh trying to talk to him and he's like why don't I just have you meet with the judge? You could jerk off in front of his face. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty fucking funny. I'm thinking, why don't we put you on the stand? You can jerk off for the judge. Oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, real quick side note on who's your caddy. Budget $7 million and current, it still has yet to make that, that money oh, back. Well, that How, a, what does it mean? Uh, 5.7 worldwide. It's cleared It's cleared a million. All right. Well, yeah, but the budget was seven. Right. And it hasn't it ain't made it back yet. Three and a half of that seven went to cover Jeffrey Jones' court costs so he could make filming dates. <laughs> <laughs> Bail money. Uh, no, all right. So Keanu goes into the bathroom, right? Uh, he's looking in the mirror, kind of the self soul searching thing he's doing here. Get a hold of yourself. And speaking of get a hold of yourself, the reporter goes up to the urinal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and is talking to him, like heckling him, like, you had a perfect record, but I guess you can't win all the time. You know, everybody's got to lose sometime. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever. And that's when he looks at himself. He's like, oh, no, my record's on the line. And he he can't, he still has to be the baddest ass of lawyers. Because we find out later he was a prosecutor and has recently changed over to being in defense. Uh, a and trial s- lawyer, right? And so he doesn't want to fail at this. So that becomes more important to him than, you know, the safety of children and, and everything like that. So this is a big moment because this is like where the slip from any form of morality starts for his character. Yeah, he can stop this right now and be good. And be good. Uh, and we follow him so we don't know it. Like we're not watch- or really paying attention to him losing all moral guidance and, and slipping into the depths of deprivation it seems like his wife is going crazy and everybody else is fucked up. But, but that's just because when you follow the, the villain, essentially, you don't know that's the villain. Right, of course. Right. Uh, so, yeah, but he does put on the super fake Joker smile at himself in the mirror. It, we've got it paused on the screen here. It is some Joker shit before he goes back out to finish his job here. It's like he bad. decided to put the smile on and to... Let's put a smile... Wait, it's Keanu. Let's put a smile on that face. You can kind of do a southern, <laughs> a fake southern accent. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever had any mental problems? Because <laughs> he's Forrest Gump. Oh, man. Uh, so now he goes out and he just badgers this poor girl. He fucking lays into her. He he. Did you ever pass notes in class? Okay. Okay, yeah, I'm Mr. Garrison. <laughs> okay, so that's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> that's Keanu Reeves in this movie. It's Mr. Garrison. So I found your note. <laughs> uh, it says here you called Mr. Gettys, his client, Mr. Gettys, which you. makes me think, is this the Getty, Getty, like the museum? Uh, it was spelled Getty, like... Uh, it's Getty, but it's, yeah. Like Lee so, Getty. Like uh, Rush? Like yeah. Speed. <laughs> like Spee. Speed. Spee. Yeah, Speed Getty. Oh, Jesus. Thank you very much. Mine was better. Yeah. yeah wow. <laughs> and it's cause, maybe it's because it's Spaghetti. I don't think it's Spee Getty. Spaghetti. 
Yeah, you're weird, dude. That's how they say it in England. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Come on, um, that's so where it's from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you ever call <clears> him <throat> a disgusting pig monster? Yeah, here it is. Pig? So he's like, it says, you know, you called him a disgusting pig monster. Oh, wait, no, it's huge hog beast. My bad. <laughs> he's a huge hog beast who probably eats 1,000 pancakes for breakfast. Okay, well, first off, that just sounds awesome. Yeah, 1,000 pancakes. Like, I mean, three is enough. Yeah, I mean, that, but... Being able to have a thousand, yeah, just just fuckload of paying. I mean, that's that's living. That's a hell of a breakfast. Sorry, you thought that was an. You are a stupid. What if they were they were tiny? Yeah, right. The silver dollar pancakes. Yeah, I could down those by at least a hundred. What's more important is that she lied under oath. Yeah, so he does prove that she she lied because he. Have you ever heard of the game called Secret Places? And is this Mm. game sexual in nature? And then she starts crying and confesses that she told all of her friends, all the other girls that have testified against this man, to make it up. And she screams, I just didn't want to be the only one! And that's when they knew she lied, and so the case gets dismissed, even though that is doubt. that is still her saying, he, he did touch me. Yeah. That's not saying I made all of this up, but I did make my friends lie, so that throws it all out. Yeah, reasonable doubt. Like, if she got her friends <laughs> yeah. to lie, what else is she lying about? And that's enough reasonable doubt. So then that happens, and her dad is in the audience and, like, tries to jump on Keanu. He's like, you son of a bitch! Because, yeah, dude, someone's fucking with my daughter, and you just offended that guy. I'd be pretty pissed off, too, if I was the dad. I think anybody would. Yeah. I'm pissed off. You're pissed off? I can tell you're livid right now I'm, sitting I'm here. I'm terribly tired of this bullshit. How dare you, how dare you allow this huge hog beast... This to eat 1,000 pancakes and then diddle girls. <laughs> this obvious Californian with a terrible accent. Yeah, yeah. Look also, up where he's from. Also, like, save some fucking pancakes for the rest of us. Gainesville is completely out of pancakes because this hog beast is <laughs> fucking funnel him down his gullet every morning. It's ridiculous, dude. Um, so, anyway... His wife, after after the... Uh, Where is Be- Beirut, Lebanon? Lebanon. Lebanon? He's from there, dude. Keanu's Lebanese. What? I have yeah. never in my life... And also, Keanu is a Hawaiian word that means, like, gentle wind or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said, gentle well, wind. Well, you can't say gentle wind. Well, as, far as, I, <laughs> as far as I know, his name is Gentle Wind. As far as I know, it's gentle, gentle wind. wind, which is probably why he always his acting is just like a gentle breeze blowing through your ears. <laughs> well, that's how you do a Keanu. You gotta, you gotta. Oh, I don't know, dude. Oh. You know, I watched Bill and Ted's uh, Face <clears throat> of the Music the other day. I never saw the third one. How is it? Did I? Th- it's uh, it's shitty. Okay, well, you <laughs> but know, it's okay. Upon upon rewatch, so are the first two, and I think that it's just the nostalgia that makes them rewatchable. Like, if you were to see them for the first time, they would be, they're trash. They're stupid as it's shit. It's too bad you didn't have it. They fucking play Battleship with death. Excellent Adventure <laughs> is a good one, right? Excellent Ag- Adventure is by far the superior film. Yeah, uh, so I never saw the third. But yeah, Keanu, e- even in this Keanu. one, when he totally loses his cool and is screaming and fucking freaking out at the end of it, still, so Keanu. Well, the screaming at the end, man, that part. When uh, I don't even maybe we'll, when we yeah get we'll have to, to get it. to yeah, it we'll but, get to it uh, he does like oh he can act sometimes he's not just Keanu well I mean sometimes it's he he's screaming at the devil you got uh, you got to put some oomph behind it when that's you for have sure. someone who plays a dumb character you know a character who's dumb it that takes a lot of good acting 
Like, uh, think about Dedrick yeah, right. in uh, the Drew Carey show, how much of an idiot right. he was. Or but, uh, what's his butthole from fucking that 70s show? Yeah, Charlie Day as well. You're right. You know, all these all these things. Like, it takes a lot of really good acting uh, just to play doofus. Uh, Cosmo Kramer, you know? Right. Except for the N-word part. Except but that, that wasn't Cosmo. <laughs> yeah. Um, he did it for very laughs. True. And I mean, Keanu's a national treasure. I fucking love Keanu. Even a, even yeah. a shitty movie, like, still it's like, well, you know, like, right, at do, least Keanu's here. Are we going to see a lot of Keanu in the rewatch? Not as much as you would think. I mean, there's some John Wick, there's some Point Break. Constantine. Get some replacements. There's some Speed, there's some replacements. Yes. Matrix. Mate, the, only the first one, because those other two are garbage <laughs> city. True. That is true. But right. uh, the first one, yeah, replacements for sure. Not Constantine. We skipped that already. But yeah, he, he pops All up right. quite a bit, giggity. Cool. Um, so he'll be around. You know, he's 54 right now, for me, filming the fourth John Wick. And uh, finally, Four. finally, a little bit of gray in that beard. A little bit? A little bit of gray. He's finally, finally dude. aging at 54. <laughs> Righteous, dude. Yeah, I guess <laughs> being named after a gentle wind Hi. keeps you youthful. <laughs> I'm gentle. Well, that gentle wind has to die down to a breeze It, at some it does. Point. I, it's either that or turn into a tempest, buddy. One of the two. <laughs> and that's what happens at the end of this movie that we are discussing yeah. right now. You, See that segue? Yeah. Seamless. Did it take a lot to get back into the and mode of playing, playing Bill <laughs> in the new Bill and Ted? Oh, that interview? That was to take a lot to make it into Bill. And he goes, I play Ted. The interviewer was like, "Oh no!" He goes, "Yeah, you, yeah, you should be embarrassed. Like, do your fucking job." Like he just <laughs> dressed that dude down. I love it so much. All right, enough about. So anyway, the dad's pissed off at him, and his wife, welcome back, Charlie's Theron. This is her second appearance, From, right? Yeah, it was just Atomic, Atomic Blonde. Blonde. Oh yeah, she hasn't. So she's back. Thank the Lord. Um, just looking on. This is her first major role. Oh. So this is her breakout role, and she's. Fan fucking tastic, but she needs a drink. And when Charlie is there and tells you she needs a drink, you get a fucking drink. So they immediately start taking shots and daydream. <laughs> Middle of the afternoon, it's the two of them, some other random guy, and that reporter. And they're all just doing shots. And but if then it cuts and it's nighttime and the club's full and they're dancing and he's biting her ass on the dance floor, <laughs> which again you, you get the opportunity you don't pass that you up either. Have to pay me for that? Nope, no, I'm filming for free today. <laughs> Whatever your director's name is, I already skipped past it. I'm not flipping back. So anyway, the band playing here, the band is a real band. Oh, that exists. They're called they're called Cadillac Moon. No, you're you're already at the church. That's the next thing. Oh, I thought you were talking about the band that's right now. No, 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 no. The bar scene, Cadillac Moon, and they're singing their regional hit. Show me your tattoo. Ah, yeah. This is legitimate band and song. There we go, that, uh, everybody. Cadillac Moon. Sounded a little like Nick Ryder on the guitar. Uh, well, I, I I sat in. <laughs> sat in. I was like, wait, who's getting who who's by who's ass on the dance floor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me let me let me on set today. I'll be I'll be there. I'll this, pay for my own tap. Yeah, that goddamn right. I, and we're doing shots. What year Fuck is this movie, yeah. dude? Ninety-seven. I was fifteen. I was playing guitar at this stage, but I was not that good. Yeah. I would have been the rhythm guitar. I wouldn't have been able to do the meat and meat. Playing some guitar, huh? Yeah, I think I was already gigging around Beloit, Kansas. But there there was... uh, already gigging? (laughs) I was already getting them gigging, bro. But... uh, I was gigging. There was was basically (laughs) one band growing up in Beloit, Kansas. So they got... I mean, anytime... Were they they called Kansas? No, they were called (laughs) uh, called Chautauqua Judd. Oh, was it a... Because Chautauqua was the name of our park. Uh Uh-huh. 
the Solomon River rules. So we got Chautauqua Parks, and they and were then, influenced by the Judd. Uh, the front man was Judd uh, Judd Tiroff, I believe is his name. So Chautauqua Judd. Chautauqua Judd. And uh, <laughs> so anytime there's like wow. a city dance or any kind of celebration or Fourth of July down at the park or whatever, Chautauqua Judd always played, and that was that was the local band. But uh, any other time, I was like, let's get these high school kids out here and let them sound like shit for a while. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> that's how that went. Um, so anyway. He gets approached by a guy from Milton's law firm here saying, we need you to come to New York because you have a perfect record. He goes, I just get lucky with the juries. He goes, that's exactly why we want you. Mm -hmm. And he like laughs. He goes, oh, well, that's fucking funny. Andrew Black, who put you up to this? Like, whoa, 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 Keanu. (laughs) Fucking calm it down, buddy. What's going on with that shit? But he finally like, no, this is for real. And uh, we want you to come to New York. We're going to put you up in a nice hotel, first class all the way on us. Don't worry about it. Just pick a jury for us. We got you. Yeah. Win or lose. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. We're paying you. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I've got to pay. Bring them there in a limo. <laughs> <laughs> Send them um, back in a cab. So he has to talk to his mom, who's at church the next day, because as we find out, his mother is like insanely religious. Devout. Oh, is what yeah. Is, is it's the weird term they that prefer. you can be like obsessed with something. To a dangerous point. Not saying that she is in this movie. She's definitely a voice of reason in this movie. But like some of these people get so obsessed with religion that it like takes over their lives. And it would be dangerous if it was literally anything other than this book about murder and decimating the world. I don't know, man. I've met some pretty hardcore vegans and crossfitters. Yeah, but then it's just (laughs) devout instead of insane. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. How do you know someone's in CrossFit? Oh, they'll fucking tell you. They'll tell you. That's right. How do you know someone's heard that joke before? Oh, they'll fucking tell you. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, anyway, his mom's pissed off at the idea. Don't go to New York because New York is the devil's city. New York is, uh, is uh, what is it? Fucking Babylon. Yeah. And what yeah. happened to Babylon? He's like, oh, no. And obviously, she blames Charlie. So, it's all her idea, isn't it? Taking my harlot. Co- take, yeah, that fucking hussy. Bitch. <laughs> Turn her ass into a pillar of salt. And he's like, oh, I would You fucking whore. (laughs) I would lick that pillar of salt. Ooh. Let's Um, go blow this guy. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. yeah. Sandy B. And so she's obviously pissed. And and, and at at, at this point in the movie, we think it's just because we got a good-natured little small town. And, you know, we're morals. But you go to the city, it's just all sucking and fucking four ways from Sunday. And everybody's getting a taste, you know. And we can't go there. That's... That's hedonism, and that's what caused the flood. Maybe you've heard of Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, how many fucking warnings have you had? Now you're going right into the fucking pit? It's bound to fail. Wait, where does butt sex come into play with all that? Sodom and Gomorrah? What do you, no, you think it's called Sodom? I'm kidding. Oh, you're, you, oh that, I, didn't, I didn't see the pencil at first. You were actually wanting directions. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, but he does the what? Behold a... Lee, yeah, he's uh, sights it back. Sends you as sheep amidst the wolves or whatever. And the light of a single lamp shall shine in thee no more. Which basically means God killed uh, Sodom. Dude, right? God killed fucking everyone. Have he you read the Old out. Testament? You, he's a, he's a mean you fucking say the wrong word, smite. Smite just wiping out villages left and right, dude. Yeah. He, what a jealous little prick that dude is. Uh, Old Testament God, he... Didn't have his shit together. 
So, all right. so, so he gets to New York. He picks the jury for the case, right? And uh, he's showing off his talent because the guy that they have picking the jury is like, no, I want number four. And he's like, no, number four, get rid of it. That was my first pick, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, this lady's got an agenda. This dude, have you seen his shoes? He makes his own clothes. Like, he, have you seen? Have you ever heard of the Joker? Dude, this guy's fucking insane. We don't Do want him on here. Do you know what FUBU stands for? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, so he, they go with it, and um, they they go with his picks and get his jury, right? Now, if Al Pacino, who plays John Milton, named after the author, John Milton, who uh, wrote Paradise Lost, which is about losing your morality and walking through hell. I think they changed that name because originally it could have been like if this guy is Christian, as Christian as I think he is, he would have like had some sort of synonym for the devil, right? I, but so instead they just based him off of the the author who wrote kind of what we base a lot of our. Uh, there's Dante's Inferno and then Paradise Lost are kind of the two that give us the idea of what we now think hell and the devil oh, is. Really, and he wrote those. And he well, he wrote Paradise, Paradise Lost. Lost. Dante Paradise wrote the Lost. Inferno and the Divine Comedy. But, like, it, no mention in the Bible is that ever hellfire or a horned beast or any of that. That all comes from, like, these books that came out after. Oh, interesting. Because Lucifer was just another angel, and hell is not fire and brimstone and torture. It's just the absence of God's love for which, eternity. Oh, which is Babylon. There you go. And then that fucking stupid asshole piano player guy in the 90s write a song about going to Babylon? Fucking Billy Joel? No. <laughs> what if David God was something. one of us? God, I can't think of his name. Someone had a stupid fucking Babylon song, and it kept coming on my TV and pissing me off. It's a Babylon song? I go into Babylon. I know Rolling Stones had a Bridges to Babylon tour, but some guy had a Babylon song, and I just picture him playing his piano and shaking his little bald Phil Collins-looking head back and forth. <laughs> fucking dick. Anyway, so... in the 90s, this song? I think so. I could be way off. Either way, that dude sucks. But uh, so we find out his jury won the case. David Gray's Babylon. There it is. David Gray. Here we go. Dude sucks. For our patients. Okay. Advertise. You get past the ads first, dude. Well, I don't know why it's on emergency exit. It should be on Los's. Premium (laughs) YouTube, by the way. Okay. I pay premium. I pay so we don't have ads. God damn it. (laughs) I should just have done it on emergency exit, though. All right. Well, you could add up. We'll, we'll, We'll move on. So, John Milton. I'll keep it low. Yeah, this would be perfect back. We are talking music. about Babylon here. So John Milton, Al Pacino is watching Keanu walk by. Uh, we find out that the jury won wow. the case, and he get goes in to visit the law firm. Right, this is where we first catch a glimpse of Christabella. She's on a call speaking Russian to someone. I thought it was Italian. The uh, I think it was Russian. She speaks multiple languages throughout the movie, as does Al Pacino, which is kind of a way of them. <sighs> Uh, showing their uh, with speaking in many tongues and yeah. whatever. Well, I guess I guess they're supernatural, like a lawyer. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the actress here is Connie Nelson. Also, her first major role. I can't remember where she's from, but this is her first American role. She had done a bunch of foreign films and stage. She was, I think she's pri- primarily a stage actress, but nailed the audition. Like you look like the daughter of the devil. Yeah, Babylon. This song fucking sucks. Fuck you, David Gray. I don't even know this song. Maybe is the chorus gonna be more? This is the chorus. Oh, this is the chorus. Yeah. Let go your head. Oh. Yeah, I know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, harmonies. That's right. It's got to be the chorus. Harmonies. She was in Gladiator, which is after this, I believe, right? Yeah, 2000 was Gladiator. Yeah. 
Was she the wife, the murdered wife? Uh, Lucia, Luc- Lucilla, I guess. Sure, Lucia. sounds like a murdered wife to me. Yeah, I think so. All right, so Keanu finally officially meets Pacino. Hooah! Hooah! I'm in this movie now. I'm in this movie now. Um, so we find out he had 64 straight right. convictions, now changed to defense. And they walk out of his office straight onto like the super balcony with like, Infinity pools and shit that overlooks yeah. no railings, dude. It's no railings on this thing. I was thing. watching he, this and like having vertigo. Right, like, he like, like peeks over the, the edge, peeks oh over the God. edge and sees these cars and almost falls off. And he's like, "What of you, huh? Looks different from up here, doesn't it?" Ooh, ah. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> looks he different goes, from over here. He's like, "You know how many times I've had sex on this ledge? You can't even uh, estimate." Ooh, ah. well, go ahead, just go ahead and guess. Just nope, try. wrong. Lawyer. <laughs> 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 Because he's always doing this weird ha, 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 laugh thing ha, ha, throughout the song. The book, the church. Ha, ha, I'm and, uh, so yeah, he's talking like, why do you why do you need a defense attorney? He's like, well, or why are you getting into criminal cases? And yeah, we need to expand, you know. We need a whatever. And you're just you're just the guy to do it. Hua. And he goes, all right, I'll take the job, good. And so that's exactly how this movie goes. Um, of course, of course, he takes a job because he's like, I either do this or move back to Gainesville. So of course, he takes a job. Otherwise, it'd have been a really fucking short movie so well he also he goes he talks to his uh homegirl and homegirl's all like uh, like listen okay yeah. we yeah. can <laughs> go now we can look at i'm only gonna stay if you want to stay i'm with okay. you guy. if you want to do this if you want to go home i'll pack bags now she's all like fine we're gonna go dang tell you what we're out of here you know yeah, are you kidding me we should I'm, yeah. i think we should keep going and you scrounge for clients and i think mm-hmm. you should just go ahead and live by check and you know we're not even gonna have that never gonna so have forget, that baby. you know fuck it so we'll say i'm just kidding <laughs> obviously we're gonna stay here in new york dumbass you fucking idiot <laughs> i'm sorry baby yeah so yeah uh they're sitting in their new huge ass apartment because huge. all the partners just the partners get this massive apartment. So the couple that's like giving them this tour, like, oh man, people at the office are going to be jealous of you. How did you get into this building already? And uh, so <clears throat> I, I don't have her name until later. I, I didn't. It's like a 30 list, or 40 story uh, building. Yeah, yeah. And they're and each like floor's got pretty, two apartments. They're, they're not very high up on, on the totem pole yet. So they're third or fourth floor probably. Oh, but that's status, huh? Yeah, I was totally status, dude, because Pacino's the top floor of this building. Wow. Yeah. The entire penthouse. You got it right. And buddy. trust me, right. it's just like the magazine. <laughs> um, so now we, we go back, we meet the whole team. We meet, uh, again, Christabella, but we get her name. And uh, Eddie Barzoon makes his appearance. Eddie Barzoon, Jeffrey Jones himself oh is back there here. He is. Yeah, we mentioned him earlier now. He's on screen. Uh, and so he gets put on the Moyes case. Moyes. Moyes. Uh, he, uh, we see this quick clip. This guy got arrested for sacrificing a goat. Yeah, big deal. And they're just, they're just getting him on, uh, not sanitary, but uh, health, health code stuff for killing an animal. Yeah, they're watching. That's the, the sound of him like killing it and them arresting him. Um, so this actor's name is Delroy Lindo. My man. Speaking of, oh, that guy, actors. 
because he absolutely is. Trust me, look him up. You've seen him. You were talking about earlier how he's on Fast and the Furious. No, uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. Gone in 60 Seconds. That's it, not Fast and the Furious. Uh, although he's probably in one of those nine movies because who isn't? <laughs> right. Uh, I'm sure he's in the Marvel Universe somewhere because, again, who isn't? But, uh, I know, right? <laughs> speaking of. But uh, definitely Delroy Linda. So he asked for who's the prosecutor, and uh, Keanu tells him this guy's name, and Delroy fucking Lindo grabs this giant tongue out of his fridge and unrolls it, and he's like, with this tongue, we will get silence. And fucking voodoo curses this prosecutor, dude. Right here. <laughs> right here, you Right here, it. we got voodoo in our movie now. We officially have voodoo. We don't know that the Devil's Advocate's not just a clever name yet. We're not aware that this is a supernatural movie yet, but now... Wait, fucking voodoo in my legal drama movie? What the fuck is going on, Delroy Lindo? So now Charlize Theron is trying to find just the perfect shade of green. And her bitch friend, Jackie, that's the one who is helping, showing them the tour, is not helping at all. Every color she fucking puts up, eh, yeah. not bright enough. Oh, that's too bright. Well, that's too dark. I was thinking more of this. Like, bitch, is it your apartment? No, get the fuck <laughs> up out of here and let me paint my goddamn wall green if I want to paint my goddamn wall. Fuck. Also, in most of the scenes, because it's cutting through a bunch of different colors, bitch is wearing green. So why are you talking shit on all these green colors? Well, she does well, say she it's make... one thing to wear it, but then yeah. to have it on your walls. Marianne, I'm just trying to help. No, you're not. No, you're not. As we find out upon rewatching that you are here to sow the seeds of dissent, bitch. She's there to slowly drive Charlize Theron crazy, is what it is. <laughs> okay. She is. That's why it, like... You need to change this. Oh, not like that. Oh, no, not like that. Oh, no, not like that. And then they're like out having talks. She's like, yeah, I never see my husband. He's working all the time. You have three options. You can either work. No. You can play or you can just buy shit. Look at nice stuff. And so like she's pull, like starting the wedge between Charlize and Keanu. Well, yeah, right? she she tells her, it's like, if I want to see my husband, I make an appointment. Yeah. And she's like, I'm kind of not really joking here. So there's... The, the start of the, the separation. She's pulling the wife one way, and obviously Milton mm -hmm. and Work are pulling Keanu the other way because that's they need to get them apart because obviously we need to single out Keanu. Yeah. Right. So now he, he def successfully defends Moyes on the grounds of religious practice. I love how often he says, constitutionally protected right. He sacrificed his goat for religious, his constitutionally protected religious beliefs. I'm sorry, I didn't know who you're talking about because it didn't sound like Mackie there. For oh, second. yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Constitutional. Yeah, he says that a lot, but like you trying to get him on a health code violation, but he's just practicing his own religion in his own house, doing his own thing, which he's protected by the Constitution. I'm good. And so he, uh, he wins. But during this, um, the prosecutor starts coughing mm -hmm. uncontrollably, like hacking up, having a horrible time. So there's there's the voodoo. Fucking and he's like tripping too. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and everybody stops and is looking at the guy like, are you going to be able to do your arguments? Are you going to do anything here? No? It's like, Jesus Christ, you thought fucking Joe Pesci was a bad lawyer. This dude sucks. My Cousin Vinny reference right there. So Milton gives his first monologue because Al Pacino gets fucking 20 monologues in this goddamn movie, it seems like. But his first, this is about the, never let him see you coming. <laughs> Look at me. You think anybody sees me coming? I just fucked this lady five ways from Friday. And as she's getting her, the, she's walking to, 
trying to walk to the bathroom. She turns around and looks, and it's just me. Just me there. And she thinks, how the fuck did this just happen? And he always does this little, like, licking thing. Like, he flicks his tongue out and, like, licks his lips a little bit all the time. That's his reptilian nature. Yeah, which I didn't put on, but uh, Mrs. Passion finally is like, yeah, that's kind of one of his little hints that he's the devil. Like, maybe his little... little There's a lot of them thrown in there. Yeah, he has a bunch of fucking lines. Right, One of them's like, you think I never lost? And (laughs) at one point, Charlize is complaining about her dad. He's like, oh, trust me, I understand. (laughs) That was a big one. Um, So they go to this big party, you know, where... uh, uh, What's his bitch-ass name? Jeffrey Jones is like, at dinner time... uh, this is with the top 1%, and they're all coming to eat at the buffet, and dinner is served or some bullshit. Oh, yeah, and she's like, don't leave me. Yeah, promise you won't leave me. I promise. And immediately, <laughs> as soon as they get in, they get separated. Yeah. Of course. Uh, so she ends up talking to Pacino for a bit, and he tells her to change he totally her. He tries to bang her. Uh, well, which he does. Uh, and uh, But he's like, yeah, change your hair, lift your hair up, do this. Oh, Just boy. like all this temptation. It feels so good to be right. All this temptation and like... Uh, Listening to this guy that's got so much power over her just by yeah. speaking kindly into your yeah. ear. Because um, as he says later, I, he can't make anybody do anything. There's right. no like superpowers, no Jedi mind trick going on here. He just knows how to read a person and persuade them. But the power play here isn't even about her. Again, it's about Keanu. Because he's taking her from the long, curly hair... And making her change it while pushing Christabella in front of his face, who has the same hairdo. Mm-hmm. So he's taking what Keanu finds attractive off of Charlize Theron and shoving it in a different form in front of his face to lure him closer to Christabella. Yeah. Christabella. Christabel. Christabel. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> family guy. <right? laughs> and so, yeah, that, I think that's his, that's his whole uh, uh, power play here. So... Speaking of, he does run into her out on the balcony while Pacino's mm-hmm. playing with his wife's hair, and the neckline is the whatever the forefront of the women's soul or some fucking stupid line about we need to see your neck or your shoulders right. and all right this here. stupid shit. A woman's shoulders are the front lines of a mystique. Oh yeah, a have a mystique. Yes. Which what the fuck ever. So uh, Keanu's out on the balcony talking with. Christabel, uh, who's really blatantly flirting with them, is like, oh, is your wife the jealous type? <laughs> like, we gonna fuck. I mean, she's just putting it on. She's doing everything short of, like, spreading just them open. Out. Well, he's yeah. obviously, a, like, oh, a he's drawn into to her, it. He you know, is into, yeah. Uh, absolutely. And probably he's almost powerless for a second. You yeah, know, yeah, just, yeah. Like, because the, the, the spell... Or I guess not spell because again they can't like control anyone, but like the, the the powers that be are definitely working on him. Yeah. And uh, so as they're talking, Pacino comes walking. Out. I was like, I see the future of the company, which is another like big old flashing light. Once you foreshadowing, see the end of foreshadowing. It, it's like, oh. <laughs> you sound like Rip Torn when you do Al Pacino. I mean, they're just dodge a dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> if you can defend a wrench, you can defend a pedophile. Wow. <laughs> Is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? No. No. But it's sterile and I like the taste. Hoo <laughs> Never let him see you coming or going in this case, I guess, because of urine. 
All right. So now we go up to Pacino's penthouse, right? Which has no bedroom at all. It's just the fucking desk. And uh, they're like, where, where, where does he sleep? <laughs> you think he sleeps? Well, where does he fuck? And that's when Pacino interrupts and goes, everywhere. It's always in threes, his laugh. So, it's, <laughs> <laughs> um, so now he's like, you've got to defend Alex Colon, which pisses off Jeffrey Jones because he's like, this guy's brand new, man. He hasn't even done anything for us yet. And, and and you're giving him this huge client? Like, what the fuck? And he's all sorts of butt hurt. But uh, he wants Keanu on this one. Now, Alex Cullen is played by Craig T. Nelson, famous from the TV show Coach. That's right, dude. Yeah, I, that's what it is. What else is it? I know from Coach. He's a, he was Coach. He was also... He was the guy that ended up killing Monk's wife in the show Monk. If you made it to the end. Spoiler uh, alert for that old show. <laughs> he also was the warden in My Name is Earl when Earl went... Oh, uh, was he? See, I, I've watched that show so sporadically, I don't know. But yeah, he's done He's done quite a bit of stuff. Like you, People know who Craig T. Nelson is. Yeah. There's another, speaking of family guy, another funny bit where he's trying to write a note about, uh, please bring back the show, Coach. I would... I would love to see the skillful acting of Craig T. Nelson, something, yes. something, but he knocks over Whiteout and it or only blows out in least, or oh. I will kill Craig T. Nelson. He's also Mr. Fantastic. Oh, he does do the voice of Mr. Fantastic mm. from The Incredibles. So he will oh, be Mr. back. Mr. Incredible, not Mr. Fantastic. Uh, he will be back in the rewatch because we right. got The Incredibles. But yeah, that's funny because the, the <gasps> note ends up saying, I'll kill Craig T. Nelson. And then he shows up at his door and hands him a gun. Like, Let's Make do this. Yeah, or something like that. Pretty good gag. Um, so. Craig T. Nelson has been charged with the murder of his wife, her stepson, which her stepson would be his kid from a first marriage, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be his own son? Isn't that how step kids Unless, work? like, the wife from a previous marriage, that stepson from that, and, like, she became the legal guardian because mm, the father something, died? And she's I, I have no idea. bringing somebody else's kid around with her. Either way, he's yeah. dead now. Yeah. And, and the maid. You so always, always got to make sure to get rid of the oh, maid. Oh, you fucking... We've seen Clue. We, you got to take that maid out. They He had enough with her wanting more lemon pledge. <laughs> we need lemon pledge. I bought the generic stuff. It's the same. No. No, it's not. It's not the same. Uh, so, anyway. No. Charlize and the, the girlfriends. Uh, Jack, what's Jackie? Was that her name? I just said yeah. it. It's Jackie. And then a third girl that we don't know anything about or ever meet. Uh, they go drunk shopping. They're just drinking a bunch of wine and shopping for dresses and being girls. And at one point, Jackie's all about showing off her tits. Uh, a lot of just gratuitous nudity oh, yeah, in this movie. It's, it, is the, it is the 90s, so there are tits all over. It is titty town in this. And she's just standing there and like... Rated T for titty. Yeah, rated T for titty. Uh, we even get a fu- her tits get a close up before her face does in this movie. You got a freeze frame right now. It's like right up there. Wow, 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 wow. And she's talking about him, and she's like, "Are they real or are they fake? Are they real or are they fake?" And then she keeps talking about Doctor Robert, and I'm like, "Oh, Beatles fan." Yeah, I thought that song was about drugs, not fake tits. <laughs> well, ring my friend, he'll fix you up, Doctor Robert. Oh, I guess it works either way. Sure does. Okay, make your small ticks. Tits even Perk right up. Dr. Robert. Yeah, you know, he doesn't... Uh, <laughs> Dr. Fever. She says that they're fake, but... there's the, I mean, unless he did the uh, the belly button thing, because she didn't have any scars, but sometimes oh, they go they up to the belly, belly button, button so that you don't get scars. You don't get scarring. Oh. 
But even then, they don't look fake. Thank you, either. Howard Stern, for teaching me that <laughs> fact. No, they don't. And so she keeps talking about it, but then keeps saying, like, can you tell the real or fake? Like, but aren't you confessing that they're fake? Like, what the fuck is even happening here? But I don't basic- know. Let me keep looking at them. Yeah, I mean, this is a long scene. Her tits are out on screen for at least two, two and a half minutes. No Ooh. joke. They are just all over this. But then she goes to put this dress back on, like this really loose, flowing dress. And as she, like, drapes it down over her head, you get a bit you of demon it. face. Mm-hmm. And then what looks like this weird hand underneath her skin yep. like going over her tits and uh, down her body and it's like wait did I, what the fuck just, just grabbing her there? tit from the inside yeah under skin grabs that's an advanced move <laughs> yeah that's I, that's I start, some tantric so shit we're, right we're, there we're an hour into the movie and i was like okay cool we finally got into some like some demonic shit yeah mm-hmm. Like she's seeing the devil yeah, that and they're in like, all yeah. these people. And they're like, oh, and, and so she tries to tell Keanu about it. And, he's like, and of no, course he blames the wine, just, you yeah. drink too much. Also, you're upset because your sister's having another baby and you can't can't get pregnant. And she's having like a fucking freak out. And this is why Charlize Theron is a fucking boss. Like she kills it in this scene. It's really fantastic. I was like, God damn, girl. Uh, so anyway, he finally calms her down by saying, let's make a baby. And she's like, he's oh, like, well, okay. And so as she takes her shirt off, we get more tits. And you're like, oh, but, yeah. oh, but they're not hers because in his mind, he's seeing Christabella. And so he's like getting all aggressive and kind of like sucking on her tits and doing all this. But then it turns back to her. And she's like, no, make love to me. But then when it switches back to Christabella, mm-hmm. he's all aggressive and like, oh, we're going to, I'm going to, de- I'm going to degrade you is what's about fuck. to happen. <laughs> and uh, so he keeps going back and forth to finally she stops because she's free. Where are you? Yeah, where are you? I'm right here. No, no, you're not. Now, what is this? Uh, like, how is this? Uh, the devil is doing this, making him see yeah. these things, right? Like, so he's messing with their free will by doing that, right? I mean, not necessarily. It could just, also just a just, power suggestion, maybe? It could also just be him. Like, he I, wants Christabella yeah. so bad. That but that leads him to him. a temptation that like devil shouldn't be able to. The devil like, can lead you into temptation. That's why the prayer has to be like, "Lead me not into temptation." Like you have to ask for that not to happen. So what he is can he, lead you what there. You don't do? have to follow. What is he supposed to do? He's supposed to be like, "Stop." Well, like, no, because this, like this this chick is from the, work, man. Stop. Yeah. Why do you look like this chick from work all of a sudden? Yeah. But he's that, not stopping. Well, what would he say to stop this temptation? Uh, you look like somebody else right now. Why do you look like someone else right now? Why do you look like the coworker that I want to fuck? She speaks Italian, German, uh, some shit. Damn it. <laughs> I was hoping I'm thinking something else on the way. <laughs> but uh, so it's a weird scene. It's, so it's going between Carl, or Charlize's boobs and uh, Christabel's boobs. I just, ain't mad about it. No. Well, okay, well, first of I all, homegirl's boobs. I mean, boob, titty morphing into titty. Uh, Christabel's titties are gross looking. And gross looking? Yeah, they're gross looking. Look at them. They're like they're two gross like, looking. They're like two half tennis balls that were glued onto her fucking chest. What the uh, fuck you are see you them. talking about? All yellow and fuzzy. Oh, that's right. You got the special edition. You, <laughs> you, got, you went, you went high resolution. Version. Not, you didn't go standard def. That's why I couldn't <laughs> see the, the yellow fuzzy tennis ball to look. But then you have Sharice, who's got like actual real naturals. And she does have real naturals. As we learned from Atomic Blonde, she's... But she's then you the have uh, fucking... Uh, and then Keanu, but also we get Keanu butt in here. Yeah. I gotta say... He, he's keeping it toned. Yeah. Van Damme would be proud. His butthole. You <laughs> there you go, get Keanu. Keanu, very good. It looks like Bin Laden's Oh, ass. by the way, uh, Keanu, I could not help but notice you showed your butt in your movie. I think you owe me money. That is a patented Van Damme move. Where's the money, Keanu? <laughs> Where's the money? Where's the fucking money, shithead? 
<laughs> you fucking asshole was on the screen. That's right. Yeah. Look like Bin Laden's mouth. I think that your asshole is giving out a gentle wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there that is. All right, so his mom comes to visit. Jesus Christ, we got to catch back up to this. Mom comes to visit, right? And they're all getting in the elevator. Of course, Milton gets in the elevator with two hills. Well, one is Christabella and some other random girl. And uh, the mom's not paying any attention. Like, tries to do introductions. She's not making any eye contact. She's doing nothing. Uh, they get off on the floor for uh, Keanu and family. And uh, Milton's like, hey. Uh, or, yeah, Pacino. I say Keanu. Yeah. Sorry. Pacino's like, uh, why don't you come upstairs and tell me all about the case? Whoa. And he's like, no, I'm going to hang out with my family. You sure? Hoo-ah, because who was And And they, the girls start making out and looking at him and stuff. And it's like, come have a threesome Pretty or a foursome. Much, yeah. I mean, we're, you know, let's just see what happens, baby. I'm the devil. It's all about hedonism. Hedonbot. Hedonbot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but he doesn't He doesn't take the bait no. here. Like, so, again, you, I can lead you. But you don't have to follow yeah. is the thing. And he chooses, in this case, not to follow. But the mom wants to leave because she's like, the city's poisoning you. I got to take Charlize back to Gainesville because well, this she, isn't good for her either. And she had a feeling about uh, Milton. She is just like the Black Eyed Peas. I got a feeling. Yep. I got a feeling. It's weird I went there instead of Beatles. Jesus Christ, what is that happening to me in my old age? Tonight's gonna be some incest. That's right. Tonight's gonna be some in incest. It doesn't work as well, but... All right, so now we get back to work and Keanu walks in on a shred party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eddie Balzoon or whatever his fucking name is, just shredding all this stuff and talking about Walker... Texas Ranger, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. Uh, Walker the Security Warren. or Walker... Warren? You think Warren. those are all the files that got him arrested and then that they they just actually filmed Oh yeah Jeffrey, yeah 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 oh, Weaver Commission. Weaver Weaver Commission that's right but he, yeah you're right actual actor Jeffrey <laughs> Jones is bringing stuff on set to be yeah. like I got, I got some more scrap paper if we needed some more shredding for the scene. I know you guys said we were a little low on uh, paper for this. Yeah, scene. this is just prop paper. It's just prop paper, he you know. Intentionally nothing. messed up because they had a lot of paper. Like, no, we got plenty of paper. It's like, you yeah, sure? It's like, all right, I got this plan. Well, they're not like, oh, thanks, Jeffrey Jones. We'll just add this to our stack. And then well, some, some key sure grip or something found it. Found. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. That's it. There it is. We fucking cracked it. That's right. Right here on the you rewatch party. We cracked the best it. boy. Ooh, Jeffrey Jones is looking, always looking for that best boy. <laughs> or best boy or the best, best grip? boy grip? I mean, best oh, boy grip. Oh, best boy grip. Kung <laughs> Fu grip. Hey, boy, how's your grip? <laughs> That's right. I'm Jeffrey Jones. I don't care what he sounds like. He's always going to sound like a sleaze to me. Um, you fucking whore. There it is. So now Pacino's like, uh, I got ringside tickets. Let's go. So they're, they're going to this fucking heavyweight bout. To because uh, he's got Rick Reinside tickets to some like I don't know if it's a championship fight necessarily, but uh, we're going we're going to see a boxing match here. I think they were legit boxers. One of them was uh, I think it was Roy. Jones they were because uh, and- it was a actual fight going on mm-hmm. that that they just then filmed just during. So they are the actual actual fight. Yeah, Roy Jones Jr. and I don't remember who the other one was, but that's also why Don King. Makes an oh yeah, that's he right. Don make King a quick, was in there. He makes a quick cameo because one of the fighters, I think the other guy, is was one of his clients that he was representing. Don so King the, like stomped the guy out, right? Ah, uh, I don't know if he King ever did. Killed a guy. Don King killed a guy. Look I mean, up, might he, as well. He straight up stomped a guy out. Like, Curbed like, like American his, American like, History X. Not, I did not as bad, but he definitely killed a guy by like stomping on his face. 
Damn. Look it up, dude. Don King. Bing it. Um, bing it, dudes. So anyway, on the on yeah. the way on the way to the fight. Oh, well, you found it? Uh convicted of second degree murder. For oh. the second for the second killing. So apparently Se- wait, he killed a guy twice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he killed him, brought him back to life, then killed him again. Don King, dude, I told you, man. He he killed He's got that voodoo. He killed a guy That's... a couple of times. <laughs> he killed a guy a couple of times. Not a couple of guys. Killed a um but on their way to the fight, anyway, they got educational tab. That's you learn all sorts of shit from the rewatch party. Uh, this guy tries to get all up in Pacino's face. Oh, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah, you. Were you deaf or something? You don't hear me? Oh, I hear you fine. Yeah. So get the fuck out of my car if you hear me fine. Why? I didn't know it was your car. I'm having you a good call. time here. He pulls out a box knife, not even like a real razor blade. <laughs> I know what a shitty like the, those extendable box knives you just break off a yeah. bit once they get dull. What the fuck are you gonna well, do with that? Maybe dude? a good weapon because you can get it in there and then fucking just break it snap off. it Ooh. off. <laughs> oh. a, but then you have a shorter weapon. Well, you, okay, but then uh, you, there's no fingerprints. There's nothing left behind. Take the handle with you. So here at the rewatch party, we recommend <laughs> also, uh, box educational knives. tab. Educational tab. <laughs> anyway, so we start, listen under education. Start speaking Spanish to this guy, and what he's saying. I'll keep it low, and you can read him. So he's saying, Mariella, your wife. The moment you left the apartment, she went upstairs with Carlos. That's me. Uh, right now, they're smoking crack, <laughs> yeah, my friend. Uh, they're in the kitchen splitting a jumbo in air quotes, and then on your own bed, he's going to fuck her up the ass. <laughs> And she's going to love it. Right on your special green bedspread. Como? How the fuck do you know that? <laughs> do yourself a favor and put that knife where it belongs. Ooh. Damn. And it totally gets them off it his It does. Head. And so then when they're leaving, Keanu's like, what did you tell him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I told him if he didn't leave us alone, you were going to hoo all over his face. Hoo-ah. <laughs> Get him. Um. So, real quick on King, uh, he served three years, 11 months in prison for voluntary manslaughter in 67. Uh, one, he stomped one of his employees to death. <laughs> However, I told you, dude. And then in 54, he shot a man in the back after spotting him trying to rob one of his gambling 1954? houses. In 54? Jesus. So, his entire career and success and everything has come about after? Before the Beatles. No, well, yeah, but I mean, like, I knew about him as a promoter in, like, the 90s and 2000s. So this is after being a double murderer. Here he is hugging the devil, of course, because you've murdered two people. Looking like one of them fucking trolls with the... uh, Oh, yeah, the troll dolls. The one in uh, 54 was ruled a justifiable homicide. Justifiable. Oh, the 50s. Somebody was robbing him. Yeah, that was stand your ground kind of shit. Oh, my God, stomping him to death. So now we need to have a joke about, like, Don King boots. Gave him the old Don King stomp. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll start it. We'll make it a thing. Hashtag get yeah. it trending on Twitter. I mean, people talk jo- about the Don hashtag. I mean, Don even King in stomp. this in this episode, you're talking about the curb snob, and I'm like, curb snob ain't nothing, bro. Fucking, have you not heard of Don? Dude, King? <laughs> after I mean, I, after I saw American History X, which I've seen it like two or three times, and nobody ever needs to see that movie more than once ever. Sure you do. But uh, God, that movie. that curb stomp scene, like. Fucked my head up. Now, say goodnight. And then I was. The worst part is the teeth. Yeah. Like you yeah. Because you see that, and you can hear them click as oh, they touch the curb. Good, yeah. good folly art there, man. Good Definitely. Uh, but then, like, I was, I was talking to this girl. I say, 
talking to because I w- was in high school, so I was really bad at it, and it never went anywhere. But she always <laughs> said her phrase was always "kick him to the curb." Like uh, some dude sucks, I tell my friend kick him to the curb. I'm like, oh, God, you're gonna have to stop saying that. Like, kick you rocks. Need, you need a new phrase because I I can't anymore. Well, like, do you think those people would get their face stomped into a curb if they weren't still in his car? You know, just don't go stealing cars, or you won't get well. Don't interrupt. That's a don't good- interrupt the aggressive doggy style fucking of Farusa <laughs> Balk. Also, don't do that. <laughs> That's right, dude. He was mid coitus. It was you mean he, coitus? He was giving it hard, dude. Wait, wait, you mean coitus? <laughs> <laughs> he was so fucking jacked in him. Goddamn. All right. Well, we're not talking about American History X. But Is Fight Club coming up? Yeah, Fight Club's coming up. That's good. But he's not at all jacked. Like he lost all the jackedness. And yeah. became a scrawny guy again. Um, so now after this fight, after we meet the double murderer, Don King, they go out to dinner at like some some salsa club, right? And he's dancing, gets on stage, and just dances with the lady, and he's singing in Spanish because we've heard him talk Mandarin at this point and uh, some other language. But then they're sitting there at dinner, and this lady sitting next to him like just goes under the table and starts blowing him. He whispers something to he her. Whispers something to her, and she just starts blowing him. And he just leans back and looks Keanu right in the face. He's like, yeah, boy. <laughs> Who? Uh, Who fucking uh? <laughs> it's like, I get it, kind of, but like, I know that he's trying to look how good life could be if you become a partner in this fucking whatever. It's like, all right, but... Don't look me right in the eyes while you're getting your knob slob, dude. Dude, well, what not, he does at the end, he gets, he's there to watch his daughter fuck his. Uh, I know, his, like he's there for he has they a don't real have the same morals as he us. has a real voyeur thing going on. The devil does, <laughs> which I guess fits everything I've ever heard about the devil. You know, he likes making bad shit happen and watching it. He gets off on it a bit. He's not a human. He also plays violin. Or the fiddle. Uh, he does play the fiddle. Oh yeah, dude. Gold. Except what's stupid is that in that song. It's an electric guitar. So what do you mean it's electric it's guitar? A, it's got strings. All of our live all of the other parts are fiddle, but the devil, when the devil takes his solo, it's the electric guitar part. Uh, Who's the devil? Well, you no, can't the, expect him to be That's the band of demons. They joined in. Yeah. Then it goes Yeah, and then the walking bass line. Yeah, you get like seconds of hardcore fast fiddle. Yeah, dude, that's that's what that's just that's just what we in the musician term call a transition to go back to the verse, dude. That's not that's the end of the solo. Doom doom doom. Yeah. And then I guess he lost because that the next verse is like I told you once you son of a bitch, I'm the best there's ever been. Like you just played and you lost. That's right. him and fucking Ralph Macchio. The devil needs to find a new racket. Obviously, music is not your thing. You're just losing all over the place. Oh, law. He's doing pretty goddamn good at law. Here we go. He finally <laughs> learned his <laughs> learned his lesson. Yeah. Can you imagine so, a plumber? Like if he took the form of a plumber? <laughs> the devil is a plumber? Oh, the devil's ass crack. That's what this movie would be called in that case. Yeah. Well, I can't fix your sink. It's a... Really clogged up here. You gotta your one way valve is uh, now a two yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell your husband to stop shaving into the sink. Who uh, Anyway, so <laughs> there's a weird thing. Charlize is at, at their apartment here and mm-hmm. finds a baby, and this baby's just sitting in the room, and she's like, "Oh my god, where's your mother? Why are you a random baby in my fucking apartment?" And then it turns around, and it's holding like some innards, like it says uh, got some ovaries. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's when she's bleeding out of her wherever, you know. And, Whatever. Uh, and uh, so then she finds out that she's got nonspecific ovarian failure. Yep. Oh, I hope you're kidding. That's the only time a medical condition has ever been nonspecific, right? No, there's there's a, a there's nonspecific. Lot of other, yeah, nonspecifics. Or not otherwise specified. A lot of times, like for medications. Okay, but I mean, ovarian failure wouldn't it be due to something that would be a reason that the ovaries are failing? I just ah, uh, they're just uh, yeah, they're just failing. Sometimes you don't know. I got the devil's fucking doctor here. So now she can't have children, whatever. That means you're going to divorce. Phone rings and interrupts them because they're kind of in another fight and she's definitely losing her mind. And he's like, okay, you're, you're going crazy, but I have to go to work right now. And, uh, well, except that she's not losing her mind. Exactly. She's not. They're wanting to present that front that she's. Yeah, right. But for as far as Keanu's concerned and us, the viewer. Like, she's going fucking batshit. She just hallucinated a baby. What the fuck is going on with this woman? Well, no, I think as us, the viewer, we we know that it's that she's being manipulated well, we're, because we're, of the face thing. Yeah, but we're catching on, but also it's always putting away where she is hallucinating or maybe she's drunk. I don't know. Like, they're they're trying to keep it keep it hidden. He's not revealed to be the actual devil till the very, very end, you know? Yeah. So, like like I was said at the beginning, you don't realize that it's Keanu that's, like, losing his grip of morality and his guide in his life. He's sliding down in depravity in the devil's playground here. Exactly. And so we're supposed to see it that Charlize is going crazy and needs to be in a nut house as opposed to Keanu's throwing away the marriage and the kids and the family that that they've both wanted so right. that he can be a big time New York lawyer and all that. Like, well, it's supposed he, to be her fault. It was as, all about money. It. For, it was yeah. all about money for him. Greed. Mm-hmm. You know, one of this and know. his record, his perfect fucking sterling record, right? Uh, vanity. Vanity is my favorite sin. Uh, he's displaying a lot of these sins, you know? Yeah. So, uh, he finds out the call that interrupts him is they find out that the DA has been holding out. They've had a motive. They've been holding out. So Colin had a motive about or as to why he would murder his wife. It's because he was having an affair and she was finding out. Now, if she uses that as a terms for a divorce, she gets half of his shit. He's going to lose all his money. So if he kills her, That's then, the motive. then no worries. So there, there's the motive. He did have a prenup. That was the terms of it. That was in the prenup. Oh, I which, must have I, missed that. The point of a prenup is... To avoid that, but well, apparently had a really bad That's what prenup. the newspaper was that he picked up, like the prenup yeah. story, and he's like, why didn't you fucking tell me this? Yeah. Mm. Also, the prenup, so that they can't get half your shit. You, how fucking stupid are you? Um, so then he confesses that he was sleeping with his assistant that night, so he couldn't have murdered people because... And he also makes the comment cheating. that she wasn't... Yeah, she wasn't even really a good, good fuck. fuck. <laughs> Not even worth it. Um, so now, at one point, Pacino's like pulling this guilt trip. It's like, hey, man... I'm gonna have to pull you off the case. Your your wife is sick. Uh, you need to take care of her. Maybe even move back home. He's like, no, I'm gonna win. He's uh, like, I I don't want to. I don't want to drop the case and then resent her for it. I can just do this really quick. I've got a lead. I can totally fucking win this, and then I'm gonna take care of her. And that was like his own little test. Like, ah, oh, good. Yeah. Good. He's That's like, he's sitting there like, yes, exactly. The emperor, dude. Mm-hmm. I was going exactly there. Uh, 
Good lightning bolts. Good. Um, so he does make a hell of an opening statement where, I don't like this guy. I think he's a terrible person. And by the end of this, you're also going to think he's a terrible person. But that's not the point. You don't have to like him. You just have to know that he did not murder these people. Okay. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty yeah, damn good opening statement. And so then, yeah, Colin confronts him afterward, like, grabs him, like, what the fuck was all that? And he's like, dude, I don't care if they hate you or not. If they hate you, they can still, if you're a sleaze bag, then they will believe that you are off having an affair instead of murdering people. Yep. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Now you get it. Now you fucking get now it. You okay. you fucking get it. So now Jeffrey Jones confronts him, something, something. How did you get this? Or your name's on the list. How'd you become a partner so fast? I'm crying about whatever. It's been whatever. on there for a long time. Years. Yeah. And he's like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about, man. So this is where we're getting like, so what's going on with Keanu and this company? And, uh, oh, yeah, he's in the firm's charter. He's been there for years, whatever. And uh, so then Keanu goes back to talk to Pacino about Eddie Barzoon. And he, this is where we get the second monologue. Let me tell you about Eddie Balzoon. Oh! <laughs> and so during his whole thing about you make it this and then morality that when you want to unfuck this and this is going on. And during, oh yeah, because he calls the reception. He's like, I need Eddie. Uh, he might be out jogging. You'll have to hunt him down. And uh, they do because then he starts getting chased by these joggers. And as he runs away from them, these two homeless guys just bludgeon the fuck out of him with logs right outside of the window of... Charlie's apartment, so she has to witness the whole thing. Yeah, does she see the people disappearing and reappearing behind him? I don't know if she sees that. I think because she just the, saw the killing that the homeless people yeah, did to him. Yeah, because the guys that are appearing and disappearing and appearing... Now, does he send the people to kill? Yes, he yeah. is sending these people after so these are Eddie Barson. they're not... They're yes, and there's a note here that these three joggers are representing three of the four horsemen, horsemen. because of the color they're wearing, and Pacino and his green... Because there's the color of horses listed in the Bible, yep. and Pacino's the fourth one in his green robe. Uh, or does he have a green robe? Or whatever it is, but colors, he's he's but they the, all he's represent a different the different horsemen playing pestilence and fucking whatever, and so uh, a couple of bums come out. Famine, they they do the level. the demon face. Yes, one of them is famine. Uh, the bums demon face and beat the shit out of him, beat him to death. So is that a different band of demons than the band, or are these the same ones just dual purpose? He's got several bands of demons, <laughs> different <laughs> bands of demons. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's the devil. He's got a whole fucking army of demons, he's got dude. For that. Yeah. Could you, you say that they're people. an army of darkness? You you definitely could. <laughs> and the four horse or the three horsemen didn't actually kill him. No, they just they jogged off, jogged off. Oh, and then the demon faces happen. So the demon right. faces happen of these of these uh bums are beating him and he's all battered and bloody and his arms are broken and they're fucking like his head's bleeding and all this. But then later they say he just had a heart attack while jogging. So none of the physical damage actually happened. No, no, no. They say they caught the people. Um, I thought they said, no, like later they say something about he had a heart attack. No, no, they didn't say that. Because I, I remember him saying that they even caught the people, the two responsible, two crazy homeless guys. Okay. I swear there was a line about he had a heart attack while jogging. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, that's just another Charlie's saying, no, I saw these dudes beat him to death. Like, no, he had a heart attack. Another you're going fucking crazy thing. Uh, maybe I was wrong. So now he's trying to question. Uh, Craig T. Nelson's mistress, right? And and or he's he's prepping her. Like yeah. the, the prosecutor's gonna just badger you with these questions. You don't fucking 
doing a little role. Don't expand. Yes or no, and that's it. Yes or no. He's gonna fucking bad. He's gonna say some unexpected shit. He's gonna say some crazy shit. He's gonna try to throw you nothing but yes or no. And he's like, so he's working with her and asking her all this shit, and then he just gets really specific about the dick. Is he circumcised? What is he circumcised? You you've been fucking and slobbing his knob for three years, and you don't even know if it's cut or not. And it's like. (laughs) Freaks her right out. He freaks himself out. He's kind of like, why am I so obsessed with this dude's dick? And, he, and he's he, running off. And he walks off. But he also is like, wait a minute. Somehow during that, he finds out she's lying, and they weren't fucking at the time. And now, because, because of all she's this, never seen his he dick. knows Colin did it. Mm, must have done it. And so... Then, of course, as he's like coming to that realization, Kristen Look, Bell at least runs they, up. They caught the scumbags who did it. Oh, two old homeless crazies. You're right. So maybe they just lied to Charlize later and something. No, I no, swear no. That- because she gets raped by the devil later, and she's like, "How the fuck?" He's like, "How did the fuck that happen?" He was with me all afternoon. Right, right, right. But court, I, yeah. I, I just somewhere, I don't know. Right, listeners, when you watch this movie, t- I swear to God, there is a line somewhere about him having a heart attack while jogging. I don't remember that. So I think they were they were lying to make it seem again like Charlize is even more fucking insane. Bro, have you even watched this movie before? Apparently, I have not. <laughs> okay, so now. He, oh, yeah, okay, so he's talking to Pacino. He's like, I know he's fucking guilty, and I don't think I can do this. Well, you know, this is a this is your fucking job. What are you going to do? Are you walking away? Because everybody's, everybody's got to lose sometime. You think I never lost? <laughs> I don't lose. No, no. So he decides, fuck it. He's going to call the woman up to the stand who, who he knows, knows she's lying. He knows Colin's guilty. Going through with it anyway. They end up winning, so now he's going to go home and take, uh, he wants to take care of Charlize, right? Finds her sitting alone in a church. Yeah. She's sitting in a church in like a, a jacket or like a robe or something. Oh, it's a blanket, oh, a blanket. A big old duvet. And uh, she said that Milton came to the apartment, and he said, you talked to me for hours, and I've, I haven't actually, like, actually talked to anybody. Nobody actually talks to me, and it was so nice, and then he fucked me. And we fucked for hours. We just fucked, and I wanted him to, but then I didn't. I told him to stop, and he wouldn't, and he was awful. And, well, you get fucked by the devil. He's, he's not going to be gentle. Ooh. You're not getting caressed. Um, no! oh, and so she opens the thing, and she has, like, cuts all cuts over her all body over, and bruises. Yeah. Like, he did this to me. He did this to me. Like, like, imagine how Keanu feels. Like, he's kind of oblivious so, to yeah. what's going on. Well, because she says it happened this entire afternoon, and he, as you said, like, he was with me he in was, court all like, afternoon. And in the scene when he's in court, they make sure that you see him. You in see him in there. Frames. Yeah, yeah. So there's definitely some uh, some imposter so, going on. Yeah, or- when when he's so he's like, I obviously don't believe you because I was with him all fucking day. Yeah. And then she shows the scars and the cuts and everything. He's like, he even goes, Why did you do this to yourself? Yeah, what is yeah. wrong with you? What have you done to yourself? My God. So now they take her to. The funny farm. The loony bin. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, put her in a room. She's like, I'm not crazy, but yeah, yeah, I think you are. Uh, We get to Eddie's funeral. And uh, Keanu, like, they're sitting in the the pews. And and there's a thing they make sure to focus on. uh, Colin, Craig T. Nelson, has his hand, like, around his stepdaughter. 
and his thumbs like rubbing her awkwardly. Oh, the same manner just, that yeah, just yeah. like the fucking pervert from the beginning. But it's like, and matter of fact, he turns into that pervert. Oh, he does mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah, he sees the pervert instead of Coach Nelson here. He's tripping because he's looking at him. He's not changing, <clears throat> and so. Yeah, and it's pretty creepy. Like, that's not just consoling your daughter at a funeral. That's like, oh, kind of a thing. Yeah. They're gross. And so, so he bolts, dude. Then, um, what, what did we get? Damn it, I lost, I lost track. Okay, so yeah, he turns, he gets visions of Gettys from the beginning, the pedophile, and he runs away because he's freaked out because now, like, he's getting visions. Is my wife not crazy? Also, Pacino is in the church here, and this is when Mrs. Passion was like, the devil can't be in church. That doesn't make any sense. Is he going to burn? Uh, supposed to, but you notice he never makes it past the, the holy water things to go into the congregation area. He's only at the back. Yeah, but then he puts his hand in. He does put his hand in the holy water and starts boiling immediately, which that's when they're like, big reveal. So wait a minute. The devil has like these rules where he can't go to... He can't, like, cross, like, he supposedly. can't cross the line of the holy... Like the holy water is the line. That's why you bless yourself before you go and sit down. Well, what if he comes in the back door of the church? That's where that's where you come in? Behind the well, altar, you mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't know that he could. He wouldn't be able to get up on... But he to the altar, have to stay like, back in the fucking uh, choir boy room. The green room? Yeah. The choir boy room? <laughs> oh, yeah. What did Lucifer do that was so bad that he got banished? I said God was wrong. Really? Yeah. Pretty That's much it. went against... Went against God. <laughs> what a fucking fascist that God is, God, huh? I'm telling you, dude, God is a jealous, bitter little fucking prick. Wow. I said it. Holy crap. Wow. I said it. Well, well, in I, the Bible, isn't it? I think I just heard thunder and lightning outside. <laughs> isn't it the red words? He says, I am a jealous God. Yeah. And eventual <laughs> and eventual oh, God. Jesus. Red words, red words were, Jesus. were Jesus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which, isn't he the same? They're all the same somehow. Well, the Holy Trinity. He's the Father, father and the Son, but we're the same person. And then the Holy Ghost is floating around doing something. I don't remember. It's like the three stages of water. Liquid, ice, and gas. And then into one. But it's all the same thing. It's, well, it's stupid, that's for sure. But anyway, the devil is not supposed to be on the hallowed ground, parts of the, which is why you never see him go past the holy water station. Ah. Uh, so now... Um, he puts his finger in it. This like, guy from... Be able to. Yeah, he, you're right, he shouldn't. But it, like, boils and, like, moves away from him. So he could take a little bit of, like, f- like pain on his finger. Sure, he sure. I'm sure it would hurt him, yeah. be, like, very hurt. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm sure it's not nice for Satan's a, a sadist. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, oh, yeah. Give me some of that pain, baby. Who are? Gotta get that pain. What's what's the devil's safe word? Uh, more. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Less. Jesus. More. Jesus. Um. So, yeah, this guy from Weaver corporation that Balzoon was all worried about finally is like trying to talk to Keanu who's running away from him like I don't want to talk right now and And so he's like I've been investigating Jeffrey Jones he's not good also that teacher I've been following you and I know about that big case you had that's that teacher in the south yeah they found him uh, arrested him because he had the body of a 10 year old girl in the trunk of his car so now Keanu's like well fuck I was the one who set that guy free now girls are dead because of me god damn it and so yeah um also, right at the same time, Pacino puts his finger in the holy water. At that exact moment is when the Weaver guy gets hit by a car. So he can't come and confront Keanu anymore. It's like killing off that guy. 
No, don't don't be doing this because you're gonna make him feel guilty, and now you might steer him away from the course I'm sending him on. Like, no, 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 no. Like he can't mess with free will, but he's able to like manipulate people driving and having them walk across the street at a certain time. Right. Like he seems to be very manipulative, manipulative. Yeah. And in weird ways. Like I can't say, hey, go do. But then he does another, eh, I don't know. They, what would you mean he'd have to tell someone, give him the idea to be driving on a certain street at a certain time yeah. and like have that ready in the in the bank just in case and he knows the future? Make that knew, guy want to... If he somehow knew the future, why didn't he know what was going to happen at the very end of this movie? Exactly. He's got a point. Thank you. Very yeah, much. yeah. He's, he's got a real valid point there. I Well, you know, <laughs> the, the devil, as they say about the Lord, also works in mysterious ways. Could they be the same? Oh my god You just blew my mind So now we're back at the hospital with Charlize Mom is there because she didn't head back to Florida like she wanted to But she's still no, talking she's about back. like back oh, She came back? Yeah I thought he convinced her not to leave That was like months ago Alright so he's like we need to talk uh, Back in 1966 uh, The year of Don King's second murder <laughs> I was uh, I was here in New York And uh you know, we, we all stayed, I was here on a mission group, and we all stayed at this one hotel, and there was a restaurant in the hotel, and we ate there every day for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and he's just like, like, no, just get to the point. And so there's this one waiter, just get to the point. And this waiter, well, he knew the Bible, man. He would quote Ooh. that Bible to me, and you know, you know how that gets my juices looses. That Bible quotes. Lord, that's right. That's talked to me for hours. It's just like Starburst. No one ever talked to me like that before. The same, same lines story. that Charlize said. Yeah, exactly. So as she's talking about this, there's this lady, uh, Peg? I think you said her name was uh, Peg. Patty. Patty. Standing there with Charlize. Like, oh, we could fix you up. You're so pretty. And he gets a mirror, or she gets a mirror. And is like, look how pretty you are. You're so pretty. And she wouldn't she look does at start, herself in the does, mirror at first. She does, but then starts to smile a little bit. But then she sees a reflection of Patty, which goes demon face, of course. So she freaks out and like uh, slams the like bats, dude. slams the mirror into Patty's face, shattering it and freaking Patty out. Right, and so they hear the screaming. Comes running back down. And then you see Chekhov's uh, fucking broken mirror. Chekhov's long, mirror shard. Long broken shard of mirror. Yeah. <laughs> so she locks the door and puts a chair against it, so Keanu can't get in. And then she grabs that shard, and she she even says like "I love you" or something, and just like digs it into her own Dude, neck and this drags part it across. Is so gnarly. It's gnar for she sure. Fucking yanks it right in her oh, fucking dude. throat. Dude, oh, yeah, she goes "I love you," and then just what? Fucking now this her own part. Damn throat. Now I wanted to mention it early on, but like the emotion of Keanu is probably the best part of the movie for me. It's so real, and I was watching it, and I was choking up, especially at the very end when he screams so viscerally, man. And fucking Patty's just looking on, not cut up anymore from the glass shard. Listen to this. It's... Dr. Job, by the way. And the nurse is trying to help, just slapping the wrist. There's no, no pulse. Dead or... That face right there. Yeah. That was so, dude, you know how they got, right the, now, how they got this reaction from Keanu? They showed him a video of a dog dying. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a full-on meltdown. He's like, ah, I'm going to kill everyone in the world. And dude, then when this came gives me to, an idea for a movie. Yeah, and then this when it came to John Wick, they were like, John, we, we want to make a whole movie based on that emotion. That's right, right there. there. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> where it came from. We want you to be this badass just killing people left and right all across the city. How can we get that reaction out of you? 
that part. Kill well, a puppy, dude. That <laughs> besides all the jokes, that part is. It is awesome. It is a not awesome, but the well, the okay, but the acting is, is yes, very, it's, it's phenomenal. A, it's a very powerful scene. Yes, his, awesome believable. in that regard. I've, yeah, I felt the the pain of his his wife, his so, fiance, and so he goes back to his mom's like, finish the story. Yeah, finish the story. So then we find out that Milton was the waiter. Milton Ooh. is his father, and it's both. This is not the fucking Darth Vader Empire reveal <laughs> that they want it to be, <laughs> at all. all. Send you out as shape amidst the wolves. I want to hear you say it. I want to hear you say it. His face that night, I knew it was him. Say it. I mean, you say were it. so Keep proud saying, that say it. You I just wanted to be like Van Dam and Bloodsport. Say it! He's trying to make him say Matei at the I mean, end of Bloodsport. You wondered yourself, the mud, <laughs> the apartment, all the attention, everything cut. out of nowhere. Say it! Milton, Matei. he's your father. He's your father. All right, so. <laughs> Matei is your father. Uh, all right, so now we got to go confront Milton. All right, he's like, I've got to end this movie. And he races back to the penthouse. Uh, oh, there is a weird shot after he finds this out and he steps outside. There is a quick shot of him on a complete... New York is empty. No, I, I just wonder Completely how they actually got this done. This empty. had to have been done for real, right? Did they I, I don't know. I wonder. Let it me see does some, not look uh, CGI. Let me see if there's some x-ray stuff on it, this. Like it I mean, it was at night, right? No, it's date middle of the was day. Was it daytime? Yeah. Ah, oh, here we go. Perfect. It says, near it? the end of the movie, Keanu Reeves appears to be walking down a totally empty East 57th Street without any cars or people. This scene, uh, this scene was a uh, victim of a certain polemic due to open your eyes. A what? Oh, another movie was doing a scene like that, so I think they filmed this at the same time, uh, so they only had to empty it out same permit. once. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Polemic? What's a... What's polemic? Polemic mean. This scene was a victim of a certain polemic due to Open Your Eyes, where its main actor, Eduardo Noriega, appears... Uh, yeah, that, is, that doesn't make any sense. Appears yeah. into an I think whoever empty, wrote this trivia is an idiot. Yeah, whatever. Um, which the two scenes were copied or played so, as the other. So they uh, definitely shut it down. It's, it's really a shutdown New York City street. Dude, imagine the logistics of that. Dude, that would be goddamn impossible. <laughs> I mean, crazy. apparently not, but also they did it again for I Am Legend. They agreed to like shut the city or shut some parts really? of the city down so they could film that fucking stupid movie. What movie pissed me off so what? much. That stupid movie? Yeah, I hate I Am Legend. You're fucking lame. Nah. It's like one of the fucking greatest stories I ever read, and they just shit all over it. Like, just at least. Try, try a they little did. bit to do it. Nah. They did. Nah, pooped. Big old poop, poop mouth. You're pooped. You're poop out mouth. Your mouth. Um, all right, so finally he confronts Whatever. Pacino. Confront, confronts oh, Pacino, and Pacino admits that he fucked Charlize Theron. He's like, uh, on a scale of one to ten, with ten being the most depraved acts known to man, and <laughs> one being your standard missionary pump and dump in the Keanu household, I'd say we were about a seven. And he, so he fucking opens fire with a gun he got from fucking nowhere. Marianne and I got it on at about five on. Fuck you! And he's getting shot. He's like, ooh, yeah, ooh. Scrap me! Yes! All right, by the way, he wow. shot three times. Uh, seven? Oh, yeah! That's ten? Yeah! Step on up, son! Or Come on, nine. that's good! You gotta hold on to that fury! 
And Al Pacino in this scene, his third and third and fourth monologues of the movie, he he is like a starving fat kid at a buffet. He is chewing this fucking scene up so bad. This guy eating it up throughout this whole thing. Um, is Al Pacino dead? No, Pacino's still Pacinoing. He was just in Once it? Upon a Time in Hollywood. Recently. Oh, was he? Okay, yeah, yeah. Why? I haven't seen. Uh, that. So he has the uh, throughout the movie we focused on the big art piece behind I'm his desk. Yeah, and uh, and it moves, starts oh, moving changes. around in this, and it changes into like these Actually, tortured souls-looking things stuck in there. Uh, I do like that line. I was like, "You're my father." Nice eh, I'm a little more than that. Get it right, motherfucker. Nobody wins them all. What are you? I got a lot of names. Oh, oh! I have so many names. Names. I mean, he. See. Call me dad. <laughs> <laughs> he just nailed. I mean, Al Pacino was the devil. He yeah. Just what great casting! It was fucking excellent. So great casting. What are you talking about? Did you not see Keanu use a southern accent this whole time? I mean, for the devil. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> but what's funny is at one point where he's like quoting something Keanu said earlier in the movie and they just use like the ADR or Keanu's own lines over uh-huh. him. Back to him. Yeah. yeah. It's like, all right. The minute you got here. That's not true. You don't know, Ooh, you don't know anything about it. Good. I don't think about him. You're a liar. No, uh, hey. Yeah, I like this. There's nothing out there for you. Don't be such a fucking chop. Stop deluding yourself. I told you to take yep. care of your wife. What did I say? The world would understand. Didn't I say that? What did you do? You know what scares me, John? I leave the case, she gets better, and then I hate her for it. Yep. Remember? So, yeah, that was, that was a fun little trick. Literally using his own words against him. So they shout a bunch, blah, blah. He, so as he's saying, uh, we talked about the whole thing. I, I didn't pull any strings. I don't get to control that. Free will's a, bi- free will's a bitch. All I can do is, like, uh, guide a little bit, you know? And I didn't make it easy. I couldn't. Not for you. Or for your sister. And this is ah. where Christabella walks out, which is supposed to be another <gasps> moment that this hottie Bugatti has been his sister the whole time. Um, and then he goes on a huge old rant about... And by the way, she's got that perm that uh, Homegirl had that originally. used to have, yep. Yeah. Like, they've got trying to make her look as much like Charlize used to be as they could. I do like his, he has a big rant about God and how, how much he sucks. He's like an absentee landlord. Yeah. This is my time. No one can deny that the 20th century is all me. You go, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's my time. I'm peaking. I'm like, okay, dude, I don't need to know. I don't need to see your fucking O face, your vinegar strokes or whatever they call it. <laughs> Announced to me when you're peaking. He's a prankster. Think about it. He gives man... Instincts, as we learned about in 40-Year-Old Virgin. He gives you this extraordinary gift, and then what does he do? I swear, for his own amusement, his own private cosmic gag reel, he sets the rules in opposition. It's the goof of all time. Yeah. Look, but don't touch. I like this, yeah. Touch. Touch, but don't taste. Taste. Don't swallow. (laughs) <laughs> and while you're jumping from one foot to the next, what is he doing? He's laughing his sick fucking ass off. He's a <laughs> tight a... ass. He's a sadist. 
He's an absentee landlord. Yeah. Worship that never. Worship that never. Better there. reign in hell than serve in heaven. Is that That's it? That's an actual line from the beginning of Paradise Lost, the book by John Milton, who he uh, was named after. Better to serve in heaven. The reign in hell than to serve in heaven. Reign in heaven. Yeah, reign in hell than to serve heaven. Better, better to reign in hell. Reign, R-E-I-G-N. Yeah. yeah. Than to serve in heaven, yeah. So now he's like, okay, now you need to fuck your sister and make a son. The Antichrist. And he's like, you want me to make the Antichrist. But yeah. unless... There's something I missed. The son of the devil is the Antichrist, so Keanu Reeves would be the Antichrist. You know, that's that's something that threw me off, too. Right? Yeah. Unless it's... Be- like, is it because he's half-devil? I don't know. What's Christabel more- is half-devil, so the two half-devils will half- make the... And their brother's I- sister, which makes a whole other makes layer. Even- <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, I, I'm not sure how devil genetics works, but I it, everything I've ever heard means that Keanu Reeves would be the Antichrist. Yeah, well, no, when I went to Devil's uh, Eugenics uh, in college, they, yeah. yeah, we talked about... Uh, it takes two halves. Yeah, that's right. So you got to have two half two devils. Two halves to make a hole, and, and they then have the to be devil brother, fucks sister, that hole. And then when he fucks that hole, the devil gets in on there, because that's why he's there in the whole the whole time. He's, oh, the devil's triangle! Yeah, he... Hello. Dude! Devil's, Brett Kavanaugh, Whoa. you know what you were doing. <laughs> All right? <laughs> <laughs> and then it he was onto it the whole time. And then at what point do we uh, do we get the devil's cut of whiskey out of that? Is that is that the juice? Well, that's that what they've been. Out? That's what he's been drinking during the whole like uh, preening phase. The uh, whole uh, what what do they call it that you're not supposed to do to college athletes? The recruiting, recruiting. No, the recruiting. Like the we'll give you this car. We'll give you this oh, whole uh, thing that you're not yeah, supposed to yeah, do. The poach. It's poaching. I guess yeah, like the the the. The, the the tempting whatever yeah when you uh, that's what the de- the devil's cut is all that whiskey so you can be like hey Keanu Reeves taste this fucking whiskey I got fuck your sister who ah who do I care why don't you watch me get my dick sucked under the devil dinner table who ah I once fucked your mother <laughs> I mean what an awkward dad all of us acquittal after acquittal after acquittal until the stench of it reaches so high and far into heaven it chokes the whole fucking lot of them. He just wants to win so much that heaven has no choice. In the Bible, you lose. <laughs> I love this. We're destined to lose, Dad. Well, consider the source, Consider son. the source. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, Besides, all right, so, so they start kissing. Out? They do start making out, right? Yeah, because he's like, oh. ever since I... Put eyes on you. I yeah. want to do it. Go, oh, yeah. She she takes her clothes off. We get full frontal of Christabella. She's Hello. putting it all out there. Uh, okay. Pacino starts singing some Frank Sinatra and dancing around the room. And and uh, Keanu's like, "All right, but free will, you know. I have to want to do this, right?" Like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, you look at that nice little fur burger down there. You're telling me you don't want to eat. Mm? Uh, so he's like trying to tell him like you'll win this and we can do this I can give you all this but really just look at how hot your sister is and you ready for it? yeah yeah he goes but it's weird because as they're starting to fuck they're making out he's laying her down on the desk he's already made out with her by the way he committed full on making out with his sister like Joe Dirt (laughs) and getting down to sister I'm your sister getting down to sister town And uh, but does dad, do you really need to be here? Much less singing. He's Frank's holding a, onto her hands. Singing Frank Sinatra, dancing on the street. He holds her hands up above her head. Here, let me hold her hands down for you. <laughs> Keep your hands free for them tits. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dad, 
Dad, please, I've done this before. Can you leave the room? Dad, right? get out of here. Dad, Dad, I swear this is not what it looks like. I swear. Anyway, so yeah, he goes, uh, free will, right? Okay, so, so yeah, he's like ready. He's ready to stick He's it ready, in. ready. Free will, right? And he... Gun. Lamo. Shoots himself in the head. Blows his own brains out. The Spoiler alert. The statues behind him start freaking out. Al Pacino starts screaming. Everything goes on fire all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Just fire erupts everywhere. I didn't know that was in the claws. Yeah. And she's running around like, I, I, maybe I should, should I put my clothes back on? What do I, what do, I do? Ah, uh, never mind. And she just runs away. But as she's trying to run away, she like withers away. She like she drank from the wrong fucking cup at the grail test at the end of Indiana Jones. She just turns into dust and yeah. floats away, dude. Um, so now, all of a sudden, after this whole crazy end of end of days, like he stopped the devil's plans. Now it won't work because the son of the devil is, who should be the Antichrist, is dead and can't make an Antichrist now. So then it cuts back to the bathroom from the beginning of the movie. Oh, and dude, so and he's, crazy. And he's back there at the mirror looking at himself, like, freaked out, because he remembers the events of this movie. That's him coming back. And that... What the fuck? Yeah. What, dude? What? what the shit just happened? Dude, what the fuck? And he's looking, he's looking around, he's looking around, and the reporter's still there talking now about his, his career and, and uh, perfect record and all that, right? Dude, awesome. He's a nice run, Kev. So... So he goes uh, and decides uh, to do, can't, do he, the right thing. He just to do the right thing. He, he said, like, "I'm fucking recusing myself from this. Yeah, I'm done. I can't I, represent this guy." They're anymore. like, "You're gonna get disbarred for it." He's like, "Yeah." Which is that how that works? I have it, no idea. As a lawyer, if you just go, "I don't want to represent this client anymore," you don't get disbarred for that. Like you probably won't get paid for out of whatever settlement or whatever happens, but you don't just get disbarred for not wanting to represent. I remember I read Helter Skelter. Charles Manson went through like 15 fucking different lawyers because either he was getting rid of them or they were like, I ain't representing this guy Well, I think it's a more. different story when they're like in the middle of a trial and your lawyer bails on you. Like Maybe. Instead of a, like being a lawyer who's just been there and like uh, helping you out, the trial lawyer, I think, has to be the same. Really? Home- See, I, don't I don't know how, I don't know how it lawyer. all works, but they keep talking about how he's going to get disbarred. Charlize Theron is back in the courtroom. She obviously doesn't remember the events of the movie, but he kisses her. He's like, you act like you haven't seen me forever. Well, I haven't. Okay. Okay. Um, so they, they make out a bit, and he decides to, to do the right thing. And they're leaving, and the reporter's following him. He's like, oh, my God, like a lawyer with a conscience. You're, this is a huge story. You've got to let me interview you. You're like... Holy crap! And he's like, "No, I'm going. I'm going home to fuck my wife, or whatever that line from the end of Clue was." <laughs> and 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 <laughs> yeah. just leave me alone. And he's like, "No, man, you're gonna be a star. Think of the story. You're gonna be a huge thing." And he's like, "Okay, call me in the morning." And the reporter's like, "Yeah, first thing in the morning, absolutely." And then the reporter morphs into Al Pacino, laughing. He's like, "Vanity, it's my favorite sin." And Hugh, paint it black. <laughs> that was only two that time. That was only two that time. Maybe every time he goes through this, he loses a ha. And if Keanu thwarts him again, next time around, I'll just be going, ha. And after that, he's done. He has no more chances. <laughs> you know that he's only got <laughs> it's one It's like more lives, lives in a video game. That's yeah. how you could tell is the ha's. 
Uh, so yeah, Rolling Stones take us into credits. That's the end of the movie. Let's uh, do the old proverbial horn here. Thoughts? Thoughts? Well, this on is a very conservative story, you know, uh, revealing the the dangers of moving to a big city. <laughs> Obviously, uh, don't move to. Don't move to L.A. Don't that's move right. to New York. Going from Beloit, Kansas to L.A., dude. I, you fucking knew this. You experienced yeah, this. This is right. your story almost. This is my story, Except yeah. you fell into Sodom and Gomorrah, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. I swan dove into that motherfucker. Into yeah, yeah. I've seen your face turn a demon a couple times, so that's cool, though. <laughs> I'm all right with it myself. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm no Keanu. Keanu. So, <laughs> um, but that being said, this story is really good. Um it's just a really good um, allegory. It's a really good story in general. Mm-hmm. I don't like like the story like it's a good like message and shit. Like forget all that. I think the story is told really well in a like from a Christian standpoint. Um, you know, talking shit about that, and then the whole world's being a devil. Everyone's a demon. And at first, I thought they were gonna say he was in hell the whole time before he shot himself in the head. I thought, okay, he's in hell the whole time, and this is what the game was. But no, um, he fought against doing that and um it's better to die in hell than to be uh, it's what is the old saying it's better to serve in heaven than it is to better well yeah they say it's better i'd rather laugh with the sinners than cry with the saints and that how billy joel paraphrased it there you go that's great um but it was a really good movie in my opinion and i would be happy to rewatch this all right the rare los rewatch that's right that's uh not that it's a christian or conservative (laughs) story it's just a good story in general to tell and and it's time, it's the 90s, and, you know, we had original movies back in that time. <laughs> it fits in that original It does, movie it thing. does. Like, Liar Liar is such a good original movie. This Dude, fits right. I had never seen this movie before, so it no, was definitely wow. interesting. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it, uh, even though it's over two hours, which usually that gets a cursing to you. It usually does, but this, it didn't on them Batmans. No, because they they were, they were good. Like right. they they fill that two hours with with good content. Right, right. You know, it keeps your attention. If there's that fifteen twenty minutes where I'm like, come on, this is fucking like you're gonna yeah, lose yeah, me. Yeah. You can so have this one. I didn't have that. Um, that and still only my first time seeing it through. But there's definitely more stuff you can catch on the second, third, fourth time watching. Right. Like the little hints that are dropped. You know, the lines. It's like, oh yeah. But you know, from the beginning, I was convinced the guy at the urinal. Was the devil, which I maybe kinda, kind of was. Yeah, like, I think they they kind of. You think he was the whole time? You think that yeah. was still Al Pacino the first time around, or you think Definitely. he possessed the guy for the second time around? I think it was Pacino, like the whole time. Through. Yeah, the whole time. Um, but even still, it's just good. So yeah, this is gonna get a, a rewatch from me. Cool, it's good, All right. good, well done story. Um, yeah, I honestly never ever paid attention to the running time of this, so I had no idea that it was over two hours. It was shocked when you said we got a. It's an over two-hour movie. And I was like, "That's and that's a sign of a good one because you can have a two-and-a-half-hour movie that doesn't feel like it, that moves at a clip, and you have no idea. And you can have a 90-minute movie that feels like a fucking eternity, you know? Uh, and this one does move. Like, I would have had no idea that it was that, it was that long because it, it, it goes, and, and it there isn't a lot of frivolous bullshit mm-hmm. in it. Uh, and they, they do a good job of moving along to keep you engaged. I fully expected Mrs. Passion to bow out at any time because she doesn't usually get anything involving demons, devils, whatever. She just 
doesn't want to. She won't even watch Legend, the old Tom Cruise movie where Tim Curry has the big devil horns and all that. It's just a cute little fairy tale thing. But since Tim Curry looks like the devil, she refuses to watch it. But she made it through the whole thing and was like engaged. Freak out at any of the surprise demon faces. Uh, those did creep her out a bit. But you know, in the reveal and Al Pacino's whole rant against God at the end, she was like laughing a bit. Like that's that's pretty fucking cool. You know, let's hear the story from the devil's perspective a bit. Uh, I do. I love that. His whole rant about, for his own sick fucking pleasure. That, uh, I like it. lost, Burrow. Yeah, yeah lost. I also love, you lose. Well, consider the source, man. Yeah. Of course, in his book, he's going to say that. But he still lost. He did still lose. Uh, yeah, it's great. And then, again, rewatching it, knowing you do see a lot more Uh out of Al Pacino specifically, knowing, oh, so he's the devil. So, like, you see his performance completely differently, like, the second, third time around. So, uh, yeah, definitely high rewatchability for me as well. So, this this yeah. is a three-way. We got ourselves a three-way here, boys. All right. So, that does it. Uh, you know, what do you guys think about the the devil's advocate out there in, in rewatch land? Let us know. You can find us on Twitter at Their Watch Party. Email us at the rewatch party at gmail.com uh, you know tell us uh, your experiences with this movie or maybe Al Pacino or maybe the devil or maybe you had to fuck your sister one time or whatever hey let's leave out that last one whatever <laughs> but uh, just let us know we'd love to hear from you uh, have have sent out two movies to listeners two movies. I hope you guys it, enjoy those it movies. is it is possible we've got we're up to five five listeners now have gotten signed at copies five, so get at us and uh, so join us next week as we save Nakatomi Plaza by throwing Hans Gruber out the fucking window in the best goddamn action movie there is. Die Hard. Christmas movie. By Until the way. then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon. Thanks for rewatching. Get too cocky, my boy. No matter how good you are. Don't ever let him see you coming. That's the gap, my friend. It's Christmas Eve in LA, California. Well, we'll see what Santa and Mommy can do, okay? A New York cop John McLean has come to see his wife. Instead, he's going to have to save her. Within this skyscraper high above the city, 12 terrorists have declared war. They're about to be told a lesson in the real use of power. They're as brilliant because I am interested in the $640 million in your vault. As they are ruthless. But I'm telling you, you're just going to have to kill me. Okay. We do it the hard way. Now, the last thing McLean wants... Think, damn it, think! ...is to be a hero. Where's Holly? Get the fuck out of here! But he doesn't have a choice. What does he think he's doing? John. They have already killed one hostage. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. He's inside? Who is he? Who are you then? You have lost troublesome for a security guard.
Sorry, wrong guess, huh? Would you like to go for double jeopardy? You really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee guy, mother. You just destroyed a building. And I am in charge of this situation. Well, I got some bad news for you. From up here, that looks like you're in charge of Jack. He is alone, he is tired, and he hasn't seen Disney Squad from anybody down here. Hey, pal, how you feeling? Only John can drive somebody that crazy. He's an easy guy to like. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. And a hard man to kill. Bruce Willis, Die Hard. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Who knew?